we're back, everybody. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is about right now, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling peppy. I got some pep in my step now. Yeah, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense because I worked 17 days in a row or some bullshit like that going to work tomorrow. But you know, I think it is. I think it's just this this old COVID-19 pandemonium is really uh, it's putting a pep in my step. It's really taking away a lot of the, the you know, the use the blandness and the mundane reality of uh, everyday life. It's kind of exciting, you know? You can't act like it's not... Okay, it's not like it's Ebola. If this was Ebola, I'd be legitimately fucking pissing my pants, and I probably wouldn't be leaving my apartment. But, I mean, it's essentially what sounds like a bad version of the flu. And, you know, I don't want to wish harm on anybody or anything right now, but, I mean, just the way people are acting is is quite entertaining to me, you know? And they're out buying all the toilet paper in sight and all that stuff. I mean, that's just... You gotta love a panicky horde... You know, as long as that panky horde is not at, at your front door trying to get your supplies or whatever, you know, then then the tables turn a little bit. But if they're just going into an open market, just buying up fucking toilet paper in bulk, you know, you can't get any hand sanitizer anywhere. There's nothing. There's nothing available because people have hoarded it, I suppose. Uh, you know, and, but and another great thing is that it's forced people to table... Um, the weather as their go-to small talk conversation you know they had to put that one on the back burner because this virus thing is really uh kind of taking such prevalence which is good because i mean my god i was getting tired of that weather one I mean, you people sound like broken records out there i know i go outside once in a while i understand what it feels like out there i mean just just that's the worst the worst small talk that you could possibly go to is the weather but you know i'm feeling alive i'm feeling good I mean, kind of, not really. I'm, I'm looking forward to eating a burrito tonight, which is nice. I had a busy couple of weeks. I don't remember if I posted this last week or not. Maybe it's been two weeks. Who knows? All I know is that, you know, uh, my girlfriend got all her classes canceled. And uh, and so she's going to be home forever now. And um, I've been at work every day. Uh, just talking to a bunch of guys about the virus. The worst thing about this virus, though, is coming up with something new to fucking talk about when the next random stranger brings it up. It's like, you should just assume I've had this conversation, dude. You know? Don't just saunter in there midday and, you know, lean against the counter and just go, hey, so uh, how about this corona business, huh? It's just like, okay, yeah, dude, you and every other fucking person for the past six hours has walked in here asking that exact same question. Oh, you guys heard of this corona thing going around? Yeah, obviously, it would be impossible. It would be amazing if I didn't, as a matter of fact. That would be headline-worthy news at this point in the in the media cycle. Just inciting the pandemonium out there. I mean, good Lord, I tell you, I had to go to the, the Big Y Family Supermarkets, which is a, which is a lovely New England grocer chain. Uh, yesterday because, uh, you know, my girlfriend was paranoid that she was feeling a little on the sick side. And I said, okay, well, you know, uh, just uh, keep it easy, lay back, lean back a little bit, you know, drink some. So I bought some bourbon, and she said, well, I want garlic, too. We got no garlic, so she could make some kind of witch's brew out of it. Who knows? Uh, so I had to go run out to the supermarket to get garlic, and I, that turned into an hour-long ordeal. Like, there is people, I'm talking dragging two fucking carriages I watched this one woman, one woman impulse buy a fucking sixteen pack of like Bud, the Budweiser hard seltzers, probably because she was just so fucking, you know, her her anxiety level was probably ramped to the max because this bitch had like 
I'm talking her car- carriage was overflowing with groceries. It was heaped at the top. Yesterday was like a, no big secret. I don't do this thing on fucking Sundays every time. So yesterday was like a, it was a Thursday. Yesterday was Thirsty Thursday, and these people are out, which is heaping piles of groceries. I saw all the employees running around, literally sweat, beaded with sweat. Like, uh, I mean, it, it was just craziness. And I'm sitting there in this massive fucking line, holding a bulb of garlic, <laughs> just just waiting for, for at least half an hour, you know? And I gotta say, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give this to the, um, to the big Y uh, customers, your clientele. Uh, you guys are the best because not one fucking person complained about waiting in a line while they were waiting in the line. Which to me was just absolutely fucking incredible. Because there's always got to be some some stupid asshole who has to turn around and look, try making eye contact with literally anybody that will look at him. And start going, who the fuck is this? They got to open some more of these registers. What the fuck is this about? What the hell is this? It's called the line, sir. It's called a line. You know, you, you entered it to wait in it. Don't fucking tell me you don't know what's going on here. It's a line. They're obviously busy. Why do you have to call attention to it and make everyone feel uncomfortable with your your just floating anger? We get it. No one likes waiting. But honestly, like, you know, if you want all that, uh, if you want a, a good bulb of garlic, some things in life, you know, are worth waiting for. And a good bulb of garlic on a Thursday night around, you know, 7, 8 p.m., that's something that you need patience for, you know. Fuck all that other stuff. Just and I'm talking a nice. There wasn't. You should have seen this this immaculate bubble garlic I got though. I mean, we're not. You know, sometimes you get it and it's already kind of peeling. This thing was tight, man. I didn't even feel the need to put it in one of those uh, extra plastic bags because they just get so flaky and 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 you know, the skin flakes off. And my hands are starting to get like that. I'm getting scales on my hands because of all the hand washing. I think I'm turning into one of those reptilians, which would be fucking great if the rumors about those guys are true, that they, you know, rule the world and stuff. I'm I'm open to it, but I can't help but think that I'm just, uh, that it's not that, and I'm just, I just am developing a chronic dry skin issue due to the incessant, incessant hand washing. But I'm talking like this, this thing is fucking scaly over here. Oh, God. What have I been talking about for the past six minutes, six and a half minutes? Anything grabbing any of you guys out there? I shared my Twitter handle with you fools. All right. And nobody followed me on Twitter. Thanks a lot. I've been just tweeting to empty nothingness. I realize when you when you leave a thing like that for a long time, like a Twitter or, uh, you know, one of those other social media things, and you leave it for years and years and you come back, all of the accounts and, and the people you may have followed and interacted with when you first had it, uh, big surprise, six years later when you return, they are no longer active. So uh, I, I need to find some good follows on there and you know, get some people that are still active with it because, I mean, it's a, it's a fucking ghost town out there. I mean, good Lord. I'm just tweeting into, into empty cyberspace. No one's even seeing. I got some good tweets going on too, all right? I, I'm telling you, they're, they're quality. And I got nothing except for, you know, some people I used to follow uh, at the time when I was first on there, it was uh, what you would refer to as perhaps in vogue to uh, have this uh, install an automatic, like it was a thing that would automatically uh, just post like your daily horoscope every day, just out in your Twitter feed. 
for everyone to see because obviously, of course, uh, the one thing everybody loves about horoscopes is reading them when they're not relevant to themselves. They just like reading them about other people because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why it was a thing. But, yeah, it's just a bunch of that, just like reverberating out into nothingness. Just these, they never turned off their daily horoscope apps. And I'm just seeing a bunch of, I'm getting suggested tweets from Twitter, which are always about coronavirus or some, you know, Democrats arguing. But hey, if you guys don't believe me, I got some quality tweets. Let me give, give, let me give you a little taste here. All right. I'm just going to give you a little, little taste of what old Jake's been tweeting out on the Twitter verse or God damn, I'm sounding old, older and older, older and older every time I fucking talk about any of this stuff. All right, so here's the most recent one. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh no, that one I that one I that, that one's not very entertaining. Maybe my tweets suck. Oh no, here we go. Here, how about this one? This is this one is a good one. Uh, at Snake Doherty, that's my handle. All right, guys. Snake is in the the slithering reptile underscore Doherty is in my last name d-o-h-e-r-t-y yes it is of irish heritage i'm a quarter irish um so you know st patty's day is going to be canceled this year i guess which i mean you know i think it was on a fucking wednesday or something anyways and i don't really care anyways you know those holidays just fucking pack the bars with a bunch of goddamn amateurs clogging up my local bars you know, yeah, we get it. It's a holiday, and you're just like you obviously don't get out much because you're just getting, just getting wild out here. I'm I'm here, you know. I'm here on a Tuesday. I'm here on a Wednesday. You're clogging up my fucking bars, acting a fool. They're raising drink prices. They're putting green dye in nat- natural ice beer. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And just, just fucking stay home. All right, I'm. That's what I'm gonna do. Not because of coronavirus, but because a bunch of you fucking assholes are gonna be out there. Just, just chugging liquor like it's the first time alcohol has touched your lips in an entire year just really going for it and it's gonna be 8 p.m and i'm gonna see some of the it's gonna be like fucking it just turns like every some semi-urban area into goddamn las vegas for fucking 24 hours and it's annoying you know sometimes i just like to have a have a conversation out there without screaming and raising my fists in the air going woo bunch of chicks with vomit on their breath asking me for cigarettes just get get out of here go away i never liked that shit not even when i was fucking you know 19 years old i didn't like that shit oh yeah but back to my awesome tweet check this out this is this is um what this is a this is a, a tweet by me i just don't understand how i'm how i am expected to stop at every stop sign in quotations when my town doesn't have a single go sign in quotations leading to any of them see that's just a little taste of what just a little taste of what you can get if you follow me on twitter follow me on twitter everybody all right Uh, i don't have my notes today uh i don't know i don't know where i put them i think i lost them i lost an entire book uh or steno pad and those steno pads are the best especially when you're a left-handed fellow like myself the you know the uh the it's not ribbing the spiral always gets in the way when I'm trying to write, you got yourself a steno pad. This is that's an ambidextrous, truly ambidextrous pad right there. But uh, you know, I had a bunch of, of useless shit written down in there. I don't know where it went. Uh, who knows? I find it hard to believe that someone would break in here and 
steal my intellectual property of all things when I have so many nice uh, pieces of physical property to steal from. But hey, you never know. You know, maybe there's a jealous, um, jealous uh, fellow podcaster out there who uh, has you know four weekly listeners, whereas I have six, and uh, he's trying to take me down a peg because my material's just been a little bit too good recently. He's trying to tap in. We, that's in, intellectual espionage is a real thing, right? And this is my fucking property, okay? This is my. It's probably some young guy that uh. There's, there's probably there's a bunch of I look at there's a bunch of young guys. You young guys out there on the internet, you guys kill it. Everyone always complains about the fucking people my age, like the 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 real like millennial generation, I guess. We are, God, our online presence is so fucking boring and cringy. It's it's embarrassing. I'm fucking embarrassed by it. I mean, good lord, it's like we were all born. 65 years old like that's the kind of shit we're out there talking about posting photos of dogs our dogs all day long like having a serious conversation about what your favorite Wilco album is I mean Jesus guys all right let me tell you something about the Gen Zers right say what you want about their funny haircuts and their you know their um their affinity for for vaping and all that other stuff that people make fun of them for but those fucking those fucking kids, they kill it on with like the comedy on the internet, with the memes. They're master memers. They grew up with it. Once think about it. How old were you when you first saw a meme? I was in I think high school, I believe, is when I first saw one. So, you know, I'm already this is new stuff for me. This is a new format. I'm like, Jesus, this is crazy. They're taking this funny picture and they're putting words under it and it makes a joke. It was it's groundbreaking stuff, and now these these young guns, these young bucks out here, you know that they, they grew up in it, and they're absolutely killing it on the meme front. I mean, I found out the other day um, what it means to to call someone a simp. It's like uh, you call him a simp, and it's essentially uh, a dude who has who has his game with with chicks is so fucking bad. That the only the only thing he does is just roll out the red carpet for every girl around him for no fucking apparent reason at all, just because he doesn't have any actual he just he doesn't know how to treat a woman like a human being, he just treats her like this object that everyone's a fucking princess that kind of I I just couldn't get enough of how fucking entertaining that was. It's been on my mind for 24 hours calling someone a simp. I mean that's hilarious. I know but I know but the thing is. If I call someone, uh, you know, my age a simp online, I'm going to get lamb blasted with all kinds of very serious accusations about who I am as a human being. Where these these younger kids, they're they're just they're throwing the word around like it's fucking nothing. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. How come I'm stuck in the ham sit like there, if there's a sandwich, let's call let's call if there's a generation sandwich, right? This this is my one of my fa- this is going to be a famous um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's when you're you're comparing something. All right, fucking whatever. All right, so this is my I'm gonna call it the generational sandwich theory, right? And up above my generation, right? Let's let's just say you know you got Gen X, and then which I think are technically part of the millennial generation, uh, according to the millennials. Apparently, are just the largest generation ever. Uh, and then you got your boomers. So the boomers, that's the top piece of bread. You know, that's the one that's got that hard crust on top. 
right? Because it's been around a while. It's got that crispy, hard crunch underneath or on the top. And it's all soft and doughy inside. That's your boomers right there. You know, we're in the middle. And we're just a bunch of bunch of soft, salty, like a, just, just a rancid meat in, in between there. Like everyone's just... Uh, you can't say shit to anybody, you know, everything's everything's got to be taken very seriously. We got no fucking jokes. There's there's no jokes. Everyone's just trying to grow up as fast as possible to develop that, get that crust on, the, the good crust on top of their bread there. And then underneath us, you know, we got another piece of delicious bread. So you're going to want the poop in the middle, or do you want the top piece of delicious bread or the bottom piece of delicious bread, you know? I'm watching these the people above and below me in age. Just crack wise and have all kinds of fun, you know, with like minimal consequences. And here I am, stuck in the middle, where you know it's just like uh, it's it's like living in on library planet. <laughs> it's like everywhere you go is a fucking library. You go to a show or whatever. Like I remember when I first and it, I when I first started playing like you know uh, shows, um, I remember yeah, which I appreciate. You know, the guy I was in a band with, he'd be like. I would be loudly making jokes, and he'd kind of be like, hey, you know, you shouldn't make jokes uh, that loudly and, you know, act like that, because it can make some people uncomfortable. And I was like, okay, you know, like, I I always play to my audience. I don't want to make people uncomfortable ever. So, you know, I toned it down a little bit. I wouldn't I'd try and, you know, only approach people if they approached me, that kind of deal. And it's worked out fine since. But, like, now I'm just, I'm bored of going to those places. Like, why should I have to mute myself on the off chance that I'm going to make some fucking absolute random stranger uncomfortable without having known anything about this person? You know, I, I didn't download the instruction manual for you before I fucking showed up to the to that show at the open public bar, you know? I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy, I don't say, I don't make like a fence, I don't try and, I'm not like an edgelord dude, you know? And I'm certainly no simp, I'll tell you that much right now. But I'm no like I'm not trying to get anyone's goat or like uh, purposely provoke anybody. I don't make edgy jokes or or say bad words or I don't even try and insult anybody. I'm just a I'm just a loud doofus. I'm just a big loud idiot. I take like a, a you know a, a doofy golden retriever that just got let outside everywhere I go, and apparently like uh, just that kind of, that level of energy I suppose can make people very uncomfortable. And I don't see how that's particularly my fault. If you don't enjoy it, you could just uh, go to the other corner of the room or whatever. And, I, you know, I, now I sound, you know, I sound, I'm sounding a little paranoid. I'm sure there, <laughs> I'm giving myself a little bit too credit here because I'm sure at least 75% of the people in any given situation that I'm in don't even notice that I am a human being that's there. They probably don't recognize me. They probably are not looking at me whatsoever, are very not concerned about what I have going on. But you know, some sometimes they are, and for that those times, for those times, you know, like uh, I don't know, birthday, uh, w marriage, and funerals, they better you know uh, be ready for a whole big fistful of Jake because I ain't turning down, you know, for you at my funeral. Next, being dead's the most down you can get, I suppose. What was, what am I supposed to be talking about right now? I've lived in I've essentially working every day. It's like inventory week, uh, whatever. It's been going on forever. Now they got me. They had me doing it for someone else too. Uh, 
it's a lot like uh, you, you're working. I worked like every day, you know. You're working every day. You pretty much can't go home until the boss man's like, okay, I think we're, I think we we got to call it quits for the day. So it's essentially like uh, being a being a South Korean businessman for for you know for 14 days, like a like a work. I work in South Korea simulation or drill, if you will, just to see if you could handle it because it, you know that that their work culture over there is insane. You're not allowed to leave until the boss leaves. And apparently, the drinking culture is just as crazy over there because if the boss goes out to the bar, like everyone has to go, and you're not supposed to leave the bar until the boss leaves the bar. So, like, I guess there's just always there's a bunch of like fully dressed drunk businessmen just passed out in like parks in the urban areas of South Korea, and because you know the the drinking culture is just so horrific there because they're not allowed to leave. And if your boss is a drunk, oh my god. Well, that's your boss is essentially your boss essentially will be the best drunk at the company, I suppose, right? Because if you can't hang as long as the boss can, your career is dead in the water. You got to work on your drinking to um, for your family's sake, your career. So for you got to be a better drinker. Guy, I bet that's why they all. I hear those guys die of heart attacks at like 50 years old. You know, smoking, drinking, working every day like that. It blows. I'll tell you that much. I didn't even get the fun part. We didn't go out to any bars afterwards. I ate cold pizza out of the fridge, and I think they they had like one 12 pack of Sam Adams, but uh, you know, maybe only got one of those before those other goddamn booze hounds sucked it down. Disgusting. What am I supposed to be? I don't know what the fuck my problem is, but it's probably because I've been working every day. It's just like, damn, I can, I've can. i been hitting the bottle. I've been smoking cigarettes here and there. And it's getting more frequent. I'm not fully back yet, but it's getting more frequent, the cigarettes, all right? I'm looking forward to a day off. I'm going to have to hit the hit this week, on, uh, starting off on the right foot here. Um, But I think the only piece of actual news that doesn't relate to my life, like anyone wants to hear me ramble about how I worked so I'm no better than those people talking about the weather right now. No, none of you people know who I am, except for maybe my mom, who uh, listens to this. Hello, mother. Uh, but oh yeah, the biggest is that uh, I got I found out that Alex Jones finally got a DUI, which is uh, yeah. I mean it's it's about time. I do I do love that guy as a character, but man, that Sandy Hook stuff really took took him down. I miss all the. All those wonderful Alex Jones compilations that are on YouTube and all, all that stuff. You know, it wasn't even it, not even just that they shut down Infowars. They took all those beautiful Alex Jones compilations and memes. They just they expunged all of it, which I don't even know. Like I don't know how much work that actually takes. I imagine it would be an enormous undertaking to scour the internet or you like a company like Google that owns YouTube. Like how. How much money did that cost you just to scour through the entire... There must be fucking tens of millions of videos or billions of videos on YouTube. How did you find every Alex Jones one and take it down with such ease? How'd you do it? Either you're more powerful than you should be or it's not as hard as I think it is. And I'm just sitting here. I don't know anything about that shit. So I don't know why I would assume it's hard or easy or have any opinion on it whatsoever. But... I would think it'd be hard, you know? Like, if you uh, came to me and you said, uh, Jacob, you have to uh, find and erase every document you have on your computer that mentions Fran Drescher 
um, from the hit 90s sitcom The Nanny and delete it, I wouldn't be able to get through it in a day or even a week. I might not ever find all those documents and photos of uh, star from 90s sitcom The Nanny Fran Drescher and, and delete them all. I don't know. I follow her on Twitter. I did. I do like the nanny. I own season uh, five on DVD. It's no big deal. But yeah, I don't want to brag or anything. Um, but yeah, Alex Jones got a DUI. That man's life really. I want to say it took a turn for the worse, but it's its starting point. Uh, I don't think was on shaky grounds. So uh, I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for that guy. He's obviously a crazy guy. I don't know who the fuck we think we're kidding. We love. A fucking sideshow. We think we're so much better than the days of the traveling, uh, you know, sideshow circuses where they'd have all the, they get together all the people with uh, physical abnormalities and the bearded woman in that shit. We think we've evolved so much beyond that as a society. But the, but now the only difference is that we don't have to wrangle those people in cages. They just go on, on in the internet and just post fucking everywhere. You can make a sideshow out of goddamn anybody. They do it to themselves, and people love it. Look at uh, that. Well, what's his name? Uh, the American Idol guy, William Hung. Remember that he? They we gave him a record. The the fucking everyone was eating that shit up. They gave him a record deal and everything. That poor guy. The whole country was laughing at him because he was so bad. But everyone just kept watching and watching. So in turn, they gave him a record deal. To keep him alive because everyone wasn't done laughing at him after he got booted from American Idol. Ah, we love a good sideshow. I don't know who the fuck we think we're kidding out there. That's really, yeah. I mean, it, it is, it is entertaining. I don't know, but whatever. I've been watching. Uh, I've been trying to watch sports. Uh, the, I guess the coronavirus has uh, taken, the, emptied the stadiums for this March Madness thing going on which I found kind of funny, so I've been catching it when it's on here and there. But I find something interesting is that the they, the stadiums are empty, but they they still make the cheerleaders come in for that, which I, I don't really understand. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess I don't – I guess the – if you ask somebody that would take, a def, take defense uh, of the position of a cheerleader, they would say it's to, you know, um, rally the spirit of the team. Hence the name cheerleader, you know. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I would think that just uh, you know, six random girls on the sideline—they're uh, probably supposed to get the whole crowd going, right? But uh, it's weird that they have those cheerleaders coming there, and and, and I, I just don't understand it. Uh, I mean, I get that some people say that you know it is—it's cheer, it's tradition, and all this stuff. But you can't d- deny the fact that uh, they're not supposed to just be there for like uh, you know something to oogle at. Like, how could you deny that? First of all, look at the outfits they put them in, right? They just stuff them in those uh, those those scantily clad cheerleader outfits that haven't changed since the goddamn 1950s. I think they should, they should probably update that a little bit. Shut up! Who's texting me? Okay. But, uh, yeah, they put them in those scantily clad outfits. And if the sole purpose of a cheerleader is just for cheer of the team, then uh, how come they don't have any in hockey? Or winter sports? Is it because uh, perhaps the, the women would be cold and you'd have to put them in uh, less revealing clothes? Is that maybe a possibility? Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking about this here now. I mean, I, I, fucking of course. 
It's just, there's something to oogle at. Mostly men watch sports, and then you know they want something to oogle at because you know their 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 lives ended years ago, and they're all fat now, and this is this is like all they have. So they might as well just combine all those pleasures into one: food, alcohol, sports, and uh, you know scantily clad um, young young women that are gonna dance up and down and cheer around. They, they just slapped it all together, which I find a little disturbing. You know, a little Caligula, little little freaky there. Uh, I okay, I got really nothing else to say, and we're coming up on thirty minutes. Uh, so follow me on Twitter. Again, this is uh, the Easy Podcast. I plan on changing the name because it's really really on Sunday, but I guess it doesn't really matter at this stage of the game because uh, you know, as much as I'd really hate to lose you six people out there, uh, I could always restart and and probably just through absolute uh accident and chance get another six people um yeah so follow me on twitter because i've been tweeting like a crazy person i am a crazy person who's tweeting you got to get in on this action okay all right thanks everybody again and uh you know stay stay uh sanitized out there all right be sanitary we got a big virus shut up got a big virus scare going on and uh you gotta stay sanitary you gotta keep keep yourself clean all right shave i want everyone to shave you better be shaving use some hand sanitizer if you could find it if not um you know you could be like one of the guys i work with and just literally spray your hands with disinfectant spray i wouldn't personally go that route because i already have lizard like enough um palms so But yeah, uh, uh, I'll talk to you guys uh, soon. Thank you. Thank you very very much. Bye-bye.